It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa. Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 682 of the Tim Cornwall Show for Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. And I'm joined on the show once again by my co-host, co-producer, and resident Photoshop expert, the one only Joe at Marnus 3 on the Mastodon. How are you, Joe? Uh, I'm doing fine, Tim. Glad to be here. Glad to have you back. Also joining us from the left coast, Kathy47204163 on the Twitter machine. How are you, Kathy? Oh, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm all right. I put my rowboat back in the garage. Oh, right. Yeah, you guys got a lot of rain, man. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, and, and by golly, they're sure cleaning up at the beach. Yeah, over in Santa Cruz and Capitola and uh, Seacliff and all of those places, they're cleaning them up as quick as they can because, you know, people love it there. Yeah, it's beautiful. And from Miles Diamond Grounds, Blue Dot in Texas, John Brito. Hey, what are y'all done? John, your mic's a little bit hot. Is it a little hot again? Darn, yeah. man, I'm trying to get that adjusted right. <laughs> Probably just my voice. How y'all doing today? We are doing great. How about you? I'm doing just fine. Another beautiful day down here in South Texas. Can't wait to enjoy it. All right. And from uh, Rockville, Sue in Rockville. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I heard I'm you. I'm still here. I heard you on Stephanie Miller this week. <laughs> yeah, I try to call twice a week, not more. I'm but jealous. A lot of birthdays this, this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sue. I think, actually, I think her mother turned 100 today. Oh, yes, Stephanie's mother. Oh, wow. Yes. And that's a remarkable accomplishment. Yeah, she was saying yeah. Friday she was doing the red eye, wasn't it? To be there for I her, think so. To uh, be there for her mother's birthday and then flying back the same day. <laughs> That's a lot of flying. Yeah. Amazing. It is still an even, no matter what shape she's in, which isn't the best, but congratulations to her. Yeah. Wow. 100 years old. There. Wow. Congratulations, Stephanie Miller. So, uh, so, uh, so what's going on in Rockville, Sue? Let's see. Things are crazy busy. We've got kids all over the place, swim team, palm competitions, running around. Boyo, big boy, oldest, oldest uh, bar baby has gone back to the spring semester at Maryland. Um, so everyone's busy. We're running around doing things like that. Books are busy, which is nice. Good old Bren books. We're still, we are actually celebrating our 20th year. Oh, as a great. virtual, so please wow. come to bren-books.com, and we're going to be having, in February, a 20% off sale for everybody to celebrate our 20th anniversary. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Sue. We're always <laughs> glad to have you here. Thank and, you. And, uh, John, what's happening down Corpus Christi Way? Ah, trying to stay busy keeping my donkey happy. I uh, hear. You know, hmm. stuff like that, but no, we're, we're uh, cruising along down here. Been uh, been busy with a lot of things here at the house here lately. Yeah. So I really haven't had a chance to delve into the news right before we came on the show, which I normally do. Yeah. Well, there's not much going on that's, that we didn't know about during the week, except for the shooting yeah. in California. Terrible. That's yeah. terrible. terrible. That is just terrible. But uh, welcome to America. Well, there you have it. So. Yeah. 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 France is the Eiffel Tower. America's a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, well, and in France, their their uh, people are rioting in the streets because they're trying to raise the retirement age by two years, and they're not having it. The citizens. So, aren't well, are you saying they're raising it from thirty five to thirty seven? <laughs> uh, no, I, th I think they're raising it from either sixty to sixty two or sixty two to sixty four. One of the two. Well, there's discussion well, here about raising it us. to seventy. Yeah. yeah. 
exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. Yep, but but of course, have we seen anything? I'm lucky on- to get up and put my shoes on in the morning. Yep, but have we seen seen anything from on news about, about the people riding in the streets in Paris? Nope. No. Nope. You're, so, you're so silly, Tim. Right? <laughs> of course. They don't yeah. do news anymore. Because they, don't, they know that if they try to do it here, they don't want people to know that the people in Paris aren't having it, <laughs> and people in France. Mm-hmm. So. People in this country aren't going to have it either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it's enough to stimulate people to get up. Yeah. Well, you would think that if someone said to you, guess what, you're going to pay 30% more in your sales tax on everything so that the rich can get more money, that even some moronic magamorans would say, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. So let's hope so, because um, I know they think they're all one lottery ticket away from becoming billionaires, but I'm here to tell them they're not. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, that's the way <laughs> I heard it. So. The best way I heard it described about the debt ceiling fight is is that 25% of the debt of the United States was accumulated under Donald Trump. 20, oh, I 25%. That. I have that. Hold on. I can actually give you accurate numbers on that. Um, 25% of the total national debt over the incurred over the last 230 years occurred during the four years of the Trump administration. One quarter of all our national debt was from the years 2017 to 2021. Well, we can agree on something. He knows how to spend money. Yeah. Other people's money. Other people's That's money. right. Mm-hmm. Not his own, which is why he withdrew that lawsuit this week. That's right. That's right. A million bucks must be a lot of money to him, huh? <laughs> yeah. oh, gee, I thought he had so much. It is nowadays, ain't it? Oh, right, right. <laughs> is that how much he had to pay Hillary? Uh, just short of yes <clears throat> alright so at Blue Dot in Texas John people, people, tell people where they also can find you out oh you can find me right Chucky I'm sorry you caught me with a piece of taco in my mouth <laughs> oh, that, sounds good. Breakfast yet, that sounds good you can find me on Facebook under John Bertabo on YouTube uh, at a Blue Dot in Texas on Twitter and on uh, TikTok Anywhere else I can get my voice out there. We're trying all the time, people, to, to, to motivate you to stay informed and to be involved in this democracy because it is so important to do so, baby. All right. I hope that's a chorizo uh, an egg. <laughs> uh, it's a potato, egg, and bean. Oh, yes. My son just brought it into me just while we went on the air. I Yum. was trying to sneak a bite. I'm Sounds sorry. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's my standard breakfast if he goes out for tacos. All right. All right. Thank you, John. And Kathy, what's happening out left coast? Oh, well, we're 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 cold again. It's freezing. You're drying out a little bit? Uh dry, yes. Definitely dry. Thank goodness. Yeah. I know. I've never seen so much rain all at once. Yeah, well, I saw, I saw, was it Lake Shasta? The picture you posted oh, yeah. Lake Shasta? Yeah, I, you know, I think that was the picture of Shasta that I saw. Um, it was a little confusing because um, it didn't look like it, in one picture, it didn't look like it was any higher, but you'd give it a different angle and it did. But yeah. Oroville, the lake in Oroville is um, filling up really good. And I think they say we're about 60% or higher. With a snowpack, if it stays intact, with a cold it will, um, then we probably should be out of the drought. 
That's uh, because so. it's improved. It's improved in in almost every place. I think there's some spots close to Arizona, Nevada area that may be a little testy, but um, the rest of the places are all filled back up. Hmm. Well, that's good. You guys needed mm-hmm. the rain. I'll tell you that much. Oh God, I know, but not that not that way. Yeah, but you saw not the pictures. <laughs> you saw the pictures. Oh of, my God! My God, the pictures of the Colorado River were just devastating looking. Well, yeah, but the we our our lakes and and rivers and creeks and stuff like that were drier in a bone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Colorado good. River's a long way from here. It's good you got some rain, Kathy. So yeah, yep, 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 yep. So at Kathy four seven two zero four one six three, where else can we find you on Twitter? Oh, on Mastodon a little bit, and Facebook mostly. All right, thank you, Kathy. <coughs> Excuse me. Always glad to have you back, and Joe. Thank you. Well, we're just here waiting for snow, mm-hmm. rain, yes. <laughs> sleet, freezing rain, and rain. Right. <laughs> so that's what we're looking it, huh? for. Well, yeah, and we're going to get that all in about. In the span minutes. of five hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's, it's oh, uh, you're you're in the temperature value, sir. Well, we're, Joe, we're in a uh, temperature inversion zone. Well, Joe, it's January in, in uh, Pennsylvania, so what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Northeast. <laughs> I'm going to pray for y'all. Uh, uh, don't bother. Just send me a snow shovel. <laughs> you got a snowblower? I have one, Forget Joe. I have no use for it, but I have one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like like I have a. a like I have a hay baler, yeah. and I have no use for that either. Would you like to borrow my rowboat? <laughs> I think, uh, John, the last... No, we're not that bad. I, John, I think the last time you had to use that snow shovel down in South Texas was, what, 2014? Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. And, and that was just for looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could you could use the shovel to pick up bullshit. Yeah, whoa. There's no lack of that shit around here. <laughs> right. no, no lack of it down <laughs> there. That's exactly what I use it for, picking up bullshit. There you go. Talking shit, whatever it's laying around. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, so go ahead, Joe. <laughs> you can find me on, on Mastodon at Marna's 3 at mstdn.party. That party, yes. Hey, I got it right. Hey, hey how about yeah. that? There you, go. Party at Joe's. <laughs> yeah, you can get me on Facebook and you can get me on uh, WordPress, jsantorsa.wordpress.com, where I usually put the clown car update every week and Friday night, 7 to 10 Eastern, I'm on It Came From Cleveland on RadioForHumans.com. Yes, and you know where you won't find you. <laughs> yes, you won't find me. Uh, you won't find me in drag uh, today. <laughs> I, um, not today anyway, huh? <laughs> not today. Not today. And you won't, you won't find me playing volleyball ever. Mm. Even though I won the volleyball championship in Pennsylvania, did I tell you that? Oh, did you? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I led I led the University of Scranton to the uh, uh, volleyball championship of the uh, universe. Ah, okay. We beat Saturn. Uh, we beat I think Saturn. they used the clip of you in Top Gun. Yes, we beat Saturn, uh, fifteen to nothing. Oh, yes. that is a, a remarkable accomplishment. Well, since I've been on last, I got an I am an EGOT winner. I have an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a um, Tony for my remarkable performance as Willie Loman in Death of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that twice. I did that twice. 
Can I give you my contacts? I realized other than Twitter, I didn't say anything. I'm all over social media these days. Yes, you are. I'm at Sue in Rockville now, at Mastodon, which is M-S-T-D-N dot social. I'm on post at Sue in Rockville. I'm on Instagram at Sue in Rockville. I bet you could tell a theme. But also our Instagram page, Bren Books. Peter's putting a lot of beautiful effort into film reels about our books. And he even, the newest one, Tim, which thank you for liking, is him playing guitar. So if anyone has a chance to see Bren Books on Instagram, just give us a like. Trying to get the word out a little more. We have some really good books that uh, people would be interested in. So, anyway, that so that's only Twitter, Mastodon, Post, Insta. I'm also on uh, Tribal and Counter Social, but Ooh, I don't post everywhere. there. Everywhere. I know I can't keep yeah. track, so I drop them <laughs> sort of. Um, I have accounts, but those are sort of dormant, and I just stick to them. I like posting. I really like. I get a lot of traction on Mastodon. That's great. Yeah, I love Mastodon. I really do. Stay after him, Sue. Yes. Twitter oh. is just going. Down, it's so, down the tube. So wrong with that. The, the the way it, I don't understand how it even works anymore. Yep. Well, you either. know, the the thing is, uh, Joe and I took Twitter and we went. <laughs> yeah, that that's probably a good. We, thing. I, I, I missed my. Feet. Feet. I, I might as well. I don't hardly even post so. my videos on there. I don't even pay I did Wait, like you? your Friday hellos. I always like those. Yeah, I kind of miss Follow Friday. Yeah. I sure do. But uh, I'll tell you what the. Uh, the uh, the Tweety is just gone. I mean, did you see the latest thing they did now is they shut down the Twitter API so none of the third-party clients would work? So you have to use the Twitter app because they force ads now into every other tweet. Hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Desperation. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, you know, Elon Musk. Spanish word of the day. Pendejo. 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 Or maybe we could make that uh, George Santos too. <laughs> Katara. Oh, Katara. Oh, there's the story that just keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps regurgitating. Oh, day after day, it's always something. Or, or are you trying to say it just makes you want to vomit? Wait, right. Maybe. Well, that that possibly, yeah. <laughs> He's he's too much. He's mm. the biggest joke I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Well, anyway, you can follow me at Tim Cormall at Mastodon.lol on Mastodon. I am no longer on the Twitter, but I'm also on uh, – uh, f- I'm still on Facebook and I am on Instagram, but I only look at cat videos on Instagram <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> and uh, we are at TimCormall.com as the website for this show. We're on Stitcher.com if you're a more portable mobile device, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and we're broadcast on Netroots Radio at 6.30 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern on Monday. like suit. On Mondays, as well as on Radio for Humans, Mondays and Wednesdays, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. I don't really know, Stitcher, what is the point of Stitcher anymore? Because basically all the podcast players are now streaming the same thing, so I don't know. But uh, we also got a great Facebook page that Joe runs for us, and with that, I think it's time to do Follow Me. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musical.ly. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow. That's right. Uh, let's start with uh, Kathy, who's your uh, social media friend this week. Well, uh, you know, I kind of chose him at the last minute, but, you know, he's really not a last minute choice. George Takai, you can follow him that I know of on 
Twitter or Facebook, and I'm sure he's probably in other places. But he he said something uh, in regard to today's events. Uh, Just heard the horrifying news out of Monterey Park, California. A whole community racked by the gun violence and death on what should have been a joyous Lunar New Year celebration. No motive is yet known, but we must act to end the ability of murderers to take so many lives so brutally. This was just with a handgun. Mm, Yeah. This wasn't an AR. Yeah. So, you know, they're all lethal. Yes, they are. Uh, You may not get your gut scrambled with a a handgun like you would with an assault rifle, but it's still murderous. Mm-hmm. They're both as effective. Yeah. By the way, did you guys see the? Uh, did you guys see Leslie Jones uh, guest hosting this week? This oh, last week on uh, the, the, the Daily Show. I did not, but oh. I, I I saw little clips. We saw. We watched it. She did a segment where she was uh, pretending to be the uh, person at the X-ray machine in the TSA at the airport. <laughs> and she she's like, "Oh, there's an AR-15. Come on, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but she was hilarious. So, thank you, Kathy. So it's at George Takai on Twitter, and then we'll go to Sue. Who's your or social? Facebook or oh, Facebook? You yeah. can look at them either place. I'll put the I'll, I'll just put the link to Twitter. So, and yeah. we'll go all right. Well, my 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 follow me is Congressman uh, Rep uh, Bill Foster. He is a scientist and businessman. He represents the 11th District of Illinois. He is a Democrat. He said, he started out with this. His first tweet says, as the only recipient of the Wilson Prize for high energy particle accelerator physics serving in Congress, it can get lonely, but not anymore. I'm thrilled to be joined on the Science Committee by my Republican colleague, Dr. George Santos, winner of not only the Nobel Prize, but also the Fields Medal, the top prize in mathematics, for his groundbreaking work in imaginary numbers. <laughs> Best good word of the day. And I thought, that's Pendejo. I'm sure he's on a, that was on Twitter. Pendejo. <laughs> I'm sorry, we gotta we gotta play that every time George Santos' name is said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rip Bill Foster, that was some burn, man. That was some burn, right? <laughs> yes. All right. So at Rip mm. Bill Foster on Twitter, and let's go to John. My 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 social media friend of the week is Lindy Lee at Lindy Lee on Twitter, and uh, this, she she wrote a, a little thing in there. She is a Democrat. Uh, Anyway, in a room full of billionaires and jet setters at the World Economic Forum in Davos, uh, Fur Drape, Christian Cinema, and Joe Manchin just gleefully high-fived over protecting the filibuster at the expense of the American people. Just in case you were still wondering whose side those shills are on. Yeah, I saw them. Exactly, exactly. Your representatives at work. That's right, that's right. So at Lindy Lee on Twitter. Thank you, John. And let's go to Joe. Joe, who's your who is your social media friend this week? Nancy Pelosi. Just Love because. Her. Yes. Just because. Oh, bless because, her heart. Because she's just spits. because I miss I miss having a speaker of the house. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure a she's, real one. She's sitting. Well, with the, one with a brain. She's sitting with the right. bucket of, bucket of popcorn, just watching the, the explosion. Yeah, <laughs> I think I she's heard, enjoying it. Yeah, I heard she ran out of popcorn. You know, and I think she. <laughs> Uh, soon she's going to be smoking a joint. <laughs> right. Yeah, she'll right. join the rest right. of us out here in California. That's right. All full of marijuana. 
and gummy bean gummy yeah. gummy bears. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi because uh, strongest woman ever to be in politics. Uh, maybe except for Golda Meir. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, I don't know. She. They probably could hold hands. Uh, yeah, I hate to see them in a fight in the ladies' room. Um, yeah. <laughs> Golda anyway. never wore stilettos. Let me promise you one thing. Golda, she didn't do the stilettos. <laughs> uh, no. But uh, they're actually, you know, I don't like Marie Dowd. But I have to say she wrote a very good profile of her today in the Times, a very good article about where Nancy is, her back, you know, what she's done. Um, and it, it's it's actually a very worthy read because she's actually in a great place now where she's just a member of Congress and she's so respected and she's having fun. And, uh, you know, her daughter Alexandra said, I think my mom's happier now than I've seen her in a very long time. So there you go. Yeah. She's no longer in the, well, in the pressure cooker. Yeah, after all the, the weight that she's carried, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the stuff that she has put up with in the last few years. My God. And, and just uh, to go back, I'm sorry, uh, Kathy, but just to go back to cinema for a second, um, to my two favorite comments. I mean, you all saw she was wearing like bath mats that were uh, taped together as a jacket. <laughs> oh, and Jesus. Don Moynihan, uh, he just his comment, which I had publicized everywhere. He says in Davos to talk inflation, cinema says she had to settle for a poodle coat given the spiraling cost of Dalmatians. <laughs> Oh Jesus! She's a piece of work. Ain't she? She's a piece of yeah, something. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah. All right, but Joe, that Nancy Pelosi (laughs) on the Facebook. All these links will be in the show notes. And my my social media friend this week is Blue Penny, and uh, she is uh, Pivine Blue at mstdn.social on Mastodon. And I picked her, oh, well, her bio says, uh, generally a lurker, seeker of truth and facts, performing arts and culture, opera, classical music, ballet, literature, musical theater, art, uh, film, photography, no DMs, conspiracy theorists, disinformation, racism, single-use plastics, fast fashion, maggots, Donald Trump. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> and I like that. So uh, I, I had yeah. to give her a follow. But uh, she posted an article from uh, Business Insider that said, George Santos is going to donate his entire salary to charity. <laughs> <laughs> liar, 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 liar. Oh. Pants on. Yeah, so he's that's Just what like he did the GoFundMe, huh? Yeah, his office. So she said, "Lying liars who lie about lying says what now?" <laughs> he, he, he said the he he said the saying. Guess what? He lied. He kept it. He kept it and filed it in his ta- his taxes. Representative George Santos' office says he still intends to donate his entire salary to charity and will do so quarterly. Santos' office says he could donate his salary to an animal shelter as soon as April, following reports that he pocketed three thousand dollars and let a dog die. <laughs> Yeah. Kill the boat. All right. So, Amen. Amen. Yeah, he's gonna donate his uh, his yeah. salary. Uh huh. Jesus, right? You can be a lot of things. <laughs> even Republicans, and that's one thing. Republicans, Democrats, we love pets. We have pets. Yes. If you have a dog, we'd have pissed off everybody. That's right. You yeah. know when that story broke out, <laughs> I said, you know what? This could be the thing that actually brings him down. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. mess with people's dogs, people man. It, 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 it's sad that we don't have such outrage over other issues, but you throw animal abuse in there, and oh boy, how do shit! Everybody's going to come out of the woodwork, including me. 
Right. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to get the right wings bent uh, nose out of joint, uh, do a drag show. <laughs> right. Do a drag show. Oh, that'll Jeez. get them. Wow. Get their I am not standing gay. up on their I've neck. never been gay. <laughs> oh, my God. So he's just a liar. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. It's pretty sad when a bunch of liars in the Republican Party think that he called him a liar. (laughs) Right. This speaks to everything Kevin McCarthy is. All right. So she's at P-I-V-O-I-N-E-B-L-E-U-E at mstdn.social. I'll put that link in the show notes. And with that, John, are you ready to give Ah. us a rant? Oh, shit. What did I say? It's still, it's still. Hey, Donnie! How would you like to suck my butt? There you go. <laughs> anyway, hope the sun is shining on you. What's going on? Well, we've got a, we've got a taste now of what's going on in the Republican Party now they've taken over Congress, you know. Uh, Kevin McCarthy there done become Speaker, and we're starting to see what's going to happen. And oh my lord, they have investigations about investigations. They got they got requests from DOJ because they want information from uh, this search. I mean, the, the documents from Joe Biden's house. Oh lord, Hunter Biden's lab. They got a list of shit they're gonna go after. But first, they're gonna hold the debt ceiling hostage, baby. They don't want to raise the debt ceiling because you know they want to make significant cuts in spending. Now here's the rub that just chaps my ass is. This is for spending, this, this it's increase that they're asking for is to cover what we've already spent. And guess who spent it? Yeah, the guy's wanting to hold it hostage. Yeah, that's the people. Uh, Congress holds the purse strings. They spent the money, and now they don't want to raise the debt limit so we can pay for what we spent. Now we want cuts on the future spending. And part of that future spending they want to cut is Social Security and Medicaid. Really? Medicare. Are you shitting me? The old people, you know, if you look way back in my history, have been doing this for a little over six years, going on seven, starting our seventh year. I did a video a long time ago when Donnie Boy first came in when the Republicans wanted to cut all sorts of things to save money, and one of them was Wheels on Wheels, and the title of the video was, really? Kill off Grandma, that was your answer? Well, guess what? Them Republicans ain't done. Hell yeah, they'd love to cut Social Security and Medicare. You know, cut entitlements, make privatize it, yo. Make some money off of it. That's what the Republicans want to do, baby. Mm-mm. They call it entitlements, baby, but it's what we worked for and what we paid into all our life. That's right. I don't want them screwing around with it, and they're not going to. But, but the surprising little story here was, I seen a news story a little while ago, and guess what? Donnie Boy done stepped into the fray and knocked McCarthy right in the kneecap. Donnie Boy went on his true social there and said the Republicans better not be stupid enough to 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 cut Social Security or Medicare and, and <laughs> right. working people. And, 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 oh, Lord, Kevin McCarthy's going to lose if, if he does. Well, go figure. What, Donnie thinking about switching to the Democrat Party? No, I don't think so, baby. He, he pulled that line through his office. Probably the only credit you'll give him is the fact that he resisted making cuts to Social Security and Medicare. So, ah, go figure. But let the Republicans figure out what they're going to do now. Because, uh, you know, their Lord, get out of here. Their Lord and Master Donnie. He done made the call. Yo, he's running for president, I heard. Anyway, <laughs> it is the weekend. 
and I hope you enjoy it. We're going to see a lot of dog and pony shit show going on uh, all for the next few months, baby. The Republicans are going to try to do everything they can to scream and holler and yell about how evil the Democrats are the whole time doing nothing for the uh, people of this, this country. Uh, they just want to try to make us look bad. That's what they did with Benghazi, 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 is just try to get their numbers down, try to beat them in the, in the polls by making them look bad. Not that they're doing anything at all, but making noise. Amen. Amen. There you go. You hit the nail right on the head, Jim. Yes, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I really screwed up on Friday. You screwed up? Yeah, big time. What'd Again. Third time. I don't know if they're going to do it. On TikTok, see, they don't allow me to do beer and butt on TikTok. Right. So I record the video in a way that I can edit it right when I put down the beer. And then I went to upload it on TikTok and forgot to edit it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> got hit immediately with community violation, third strike. I don't know. Oh, oh no. Did they cancel they your... Did they cancel well, you? you might be better off not being on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it, it, I, I enjoy it, but uh, if you look at my TikTok, it's all dog videos, cat videos. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's better. That's what I'm looking at. Well, that's, what, that's like my Instagram, right? <laughs> So, all right. So, uh, so thank you, John. You know, you hit the head, the nail on the head because, you know, they, they're talking about these, they're putting these crazy people in charge of these committees. Oh, and I heard that one of the, one of the guys, uh, or Republicans that was supposed to be the chair of one yeah. of the major committees, McCarthy ended up pulling it from him and giving it to one of the Freedom Caucus people because of, of the, the whole thing about getting him speaker. Oh, that guy was not happy. <laughs> Obviously. Burn, Burn was pissed off. Oh, man. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Good. So sad. Sucks to be him. Well, yeah. you know, let the, the snake swallow its tail. That's fine. Well, you know, I mean, f- all it takes is four people. Four people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or five. Five and the, the well, one down, right? Well, we've had the the one well, have the, an accident. We have the one congressman that fell right. fell twenty five feet off a ladder, cutting limbs. Uh, but uh, he was in the ICU, but he's out of the ICU. And of course, you know who went running down there to see him? <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> oh, really? Got to keep that vote in there. That's yeah, he. I guess he was going down to do CPR. Mm-hmm. I guess so. So the, the thing is, you know, we created my my meme partner, Tommy and I, we created um, it's called the geo. It's called the House GOP Cemetery of Dead Bills. Right. <laughs> because every and we we've put two in there already, two of the bills they passed because they're going nowhere. They're just dead and buried. The Senate's not going to take them up. You think Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats who are in control are going to say, yeah, let's cut, let's have a 30% sales tax. They can pass whatever they want. It's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. And if for some bizarre reason the Senate got insane, Biden has promised to veto them. And they don't have anything close to two-thirds. So you just go, Senate, veto. These are impotent fools. And, you know, and what was the phrase by Shakespeare? You know, a tale of, a tale of, um, by a tale told by fools, you know, signifying nothing. And that's what this is. It's a two year waste of time unless we can get some damn indictments and get and change leadership. Nothing is going to happen. And that's not good. Um, but as I mentioned, as far as the debt ceiling and people must know this, 
Section four of the 14th Amendment says we are required to pay our debt. We are absolutely prohibited from going into default. And it says the word default. We cannot default. Therefore, even though technically the executive branch is not supposed to control Congress, Congress controls the purse springs, if they fail to act, Biden will raise it. Yep. Well, that's why I said last week that one uh, Republican congresswoman uh, posted after they voted to defund the the 87,000 IRS agents. She posted on Twitter, we just we just forced the IRS not to hire 87,000 IRS agents, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not on Twitter anymore. But if I was, I would have replied. No, you didn't. You passed you. You you created a piece of paper that's going in Chuck Schumer's trash can. Right. Circular file. That's right. That's right. So anyway. All right. But uh, but that was great, John. And, you know, uh, some whiny little bitch (laughs) by the name of by the name of Ron Johnson went on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd last Sunday. Oh, Oh, and normally we don't play Chuck Todd. Got a little upset. Yeah, we don't normally play Chuck Todd. But but this is an exception because Chuck Todd actually uh, did some something called journalism. <laughs> oh, for the man, first, he finally did. What? What? So this is kind of a long clip, but you well, we got to hear this, man. Um, do you approve of Merrick Garland's decision to appoint a special counsel to look into the Joe Biden classified documents? Well, I guess because he assigned one to President Trump, it was pretty inevitable. Uh, I'm not a real fan of special counsels. Uh, I did join 32 of my colleagues in calling for one for Hunter Biden because uh, we had a whistleblower that said that uh, the uh, attorney Weiss doesn't have the resources to do the type of investigation required. So, But in general, I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, special counsels. I think uh, the way we handle these investigations of wrongdoing, I'll call it that, in the political realm is we just do it completely backwards. I think Congress ought to be able to have access to all the information, do their oversight, uh, you know, I, I never held public hearings. We just, uh, you know, did our investigation and issued a report. If there is evidence of wrongdoing, then we should refer that to the Justice Department. Then the investigation could, should take place. What happens nowadays is the investigation begins. Congress never gets access to the information. And as a result, the American public never understands the truth of these situations. And so, again, we just do these these uh, investigations in the 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 political realm with wrongdoing completely backwards. Okay. All right. Now let me stop it here. That makes absolutely no sense. None. <laughs> no. None. No sense. So someone goes out and robs a bank and the justice department should just wait for Congress to do an investigation on whether that person robbed a bank and wait for that, wait for the, the house or the Senate to refer the case to the DOJ. Oh, no. Is that, that that's sounds reasonable to me, doesn't it? Yeah, what? Right. <laughs> that's only if Republicans commit crimes. Oh. Oh, well, that was just a big bunch of nonsense, but here we go. So do you think, though, that, con- I mean, Congress has an oversight role. So shouldn't Congress do their oversight role after an investigation is over? Huh. If doing it during the investigation, doesn't that end up interf- uh, either on purpose or inadvertently interfere in the investigation? The problem is, is Congress never gets access to the information. Uh, and, and by the time we do get access to the information, if we do, it's all old news. And the political figures aren't held accountable. And from my standpoint, uh, you know, I'd, I'd much rather have political figures held accountable with the truth being exposed of what they did, what they're wrongdoing, 
as opposed to the, the criminal penalties. Uh, oftentimes, it's very difficult to get uh, any kind of criminal charges or convictions, now, particularly if you're a Democrat in Washington, D.C. So from my standpoint, the, the more important imperative here is for the public to understand exactly what is happening inside government, inside uh, uh, the administration, and we never find that out. And so that is part of the problem we have in terms of our politics today is the American public remains in the dark. Uh, Misinformation is spread on all sides. And certainly from a conservative viewpoint, uh, one of our frustrations is the censorship of the suppression of information primarily is coming from the left against the conservative viewpoint. Okay, so you mean you mean uh, like when you brought the fake electors from Wisconsin yeah. in your pocket to the floor of the of the house, so you could hand them to the vice president? <laughs> huh? I mean, come he's, on. He's he's one of the group of insurrectionists that are now in charge of our uh, House representatives. Because you see, now that's old news. So so uh, we can't uh, we can't do anything about that now because that's old news. <laughs> Seriously? Wait, none of this is making any sense, is it? <laughs> no. Not, not a lick of sense. Okay, all right, so let's go. So, uh, the, the, I guess the problem that I feel like you run into with, with that decision is what you're saying is if the Justice Department decides a crime wasn't committed, they're not going to prosecute a crime, it sounds like you still want the information out there because you want to politically damage the person that was investigated? No, because... No, Chuck, because a lot of political wrongdoing does not necessarily result in a crime, but it's still wrong. And the public needs to understand exactly what happened. Oh, okay. So, you know, take take a look at the political wrongdoing on the part of the FBI. Uh, They went to Twitter and they they were censoring information. Take a look at the 51 intelligence operatives that issued a letter saying that the Hunter Biden uh, computer was had all the earmarks of a Russian information operation. That letter was an information operation. What happened? The, the FBI had access to Hunter Biden's computer in December oh, 2019. Senator Grassley and I were conducting an investigation during COVID, not the easiest thing to do. We were smeared. There were false intelligence products leaked uh, to the media. We got unsolicited briefings from the FBI designed to smear me because they leaked it later. Uh, the FBI spent almost nine months setting up their, the ability to sabotage uh, the, the Hunter Biden computer should it ever uh, surface, which it did the day after. We, we were offered Hunter Biden's computer the day after Chuck Grassley and I issued our report. Uh, but we did our due diligence. We went to the FBI. What do you know about this? They never came clean with us. Uh, Mr. McIsaac uh, ended up getting frustrated and offered that to Rudy Giuliani's computer and then, or to yeah. his uh, attorney. And then to the New York Post. But again, nine months of the FBI setting up the process of, of sabotaging Hunter Biden's computer, which we now know is authentic. Liar, liar, uh, our liar, investigation liar, was accurate. Whoa. But we were smeared. Uh, all that information was censored and suppressed. And the FBI, in their actions, impacted the election to a far greater extent anything that Russia or China ever could have hoped to accomplish. These are facts. No. Nope. And that's all I'm interested in. <laughs> I'm interested in the truth. Yeah. And I think can the American I, public I, deserves it, the truth. It, it, and these, and again, these investigations, they cover there, up the truth. God. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the biggest bunch of bullshit. <laughs> That yeah. was the ramblings of a madman. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Right, John? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Yeah. I'm going to keep flapping my gums 
and every third word will either be Hunter Biden or the FBI. And I'm going to flap and flap and flap because Russia has told me just keep talking or I'm going to fall out of a five story. window. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is right there, because the FBI doesn't work that way. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, not the last time. Yeah, no, that's the biggest bunch of bullshit ever. Senator, do you have a crime that you think Hunter Biden committed? Because I've yet to see anybody explain it is not a crime to make money off your last name. So, Chuck, you ought to read the Marco Polo report. Oh, Marco uh, where Polo. They report. detail all kinds of potential <laughs> oh, oh, crimes. Oh. You know, Senator Grassley. Oh, 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 let me just stop you there. Potential. This is about potential is about thirty thousand. About thirty thousand dollars. Investigation. I mean, it, Chuck, 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 is it a crime to be uh, soliciting and purchasing uh, prostitution in potentially European sex trafficking operations? Is that a crime? Because Chuck Grassley and I laid out about thirty thousand dollars. Uh, paid by Hunter Biden to uh, those types of uh, individuals over uh, December 2018-2019, about $30,000. This is about the same time that President Biden uh, offered to pay about $100,000 of Hunter Biden's bills. I mean, again, that's that's just some information. I, I don't know exactly. Here's what I don't crime. get. All right, Senator. It doesn't doesn't really look I, on the. It, it sounds sleazy, as you know. I'll what. take your I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious, though. You seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? I, I seem to have a pattern. I, I'm a journalist. I have to are, deal are in you, facts. Are you not? Are you not I deal in facts. You, oh. so, Senator, my question to you is, uh, I'm always worried. I, I have skepticism of both parties. I sit here with skepticism of a lot of people's work. And I'm curious, so are you, were you at all concerned? Uh, this, your Senate Democrats want to investigate Jared Kushner's uh, loan from the huh? Qatari government when he was working in the government negotiating uh, many things in the Middle East. Are you not as concerned about are you not concerned about that? And I say that because (laughs) it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm concerned about getting the truth. I don't talk individuals, target individuals. I, you target know, you're targeting Hunter Biden. My, my, my concern is the show, my, Senator. You're targeting an Chuck, individual. Chuck, my, my concern, my, you know, Chuck. <laughs> You know, part of the problem, and, and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite oh, me on to argue with me. Right, you know, let's start the personal smear. Facts oh, 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 certainly Senator Grass and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things that the, part, of, part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation is, look, on both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, suppression look, we're trying to primarily occurs from the left. Partisan cable. Look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon <laughs> and talk about media bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. Wow. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. And boom boom shakalaka goes right there. Can you believe that was Chuck Todd? <laughs> no. I oh can't. my god. Something fired I, I him up. Still stunned. Just can stunned. You, and of course fired him up for and the of first course, time in what did he, years. But guys, and a, I do have a question. I, I'm I'm a little confused just because can you remind me what branch of the government Hunter Biden works for? None. Uh, d- none, well, as far was, as I know. That's the Department oh, so of the he's Stuff. So a that, private you know, citizen being hounded and attacked by the Republicans 
because of dick pics? I, I'm I'm a little confused. Well, Sue. Oh, Rudy. Sue. Rudy Giuliani started this shit. So Sue. Wait, Rudy, who we know had his hands down his pants with a young woman in a film that we all saw. Right. Is casting aspersions. Right. On Hunter Biden. Is it pictures? Well, Sue. Didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? Hunter Biden is the uh, is the is the director of the agency that uh, is looking at men, looking at women on social media. Oh, <laughs> Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker's Wait. agency. <laughs> I thought George George Santos was in charge of that. Oh, maybe George Santos. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, so absurd! It's so sad. just have to keep put, right. Exactly. Yes, but did you notice that as soon as Chuck Todd held his feet to the fire, he immediately pivoted and started attacking him? Yep. Yep. yep, that's exactly it. So, and people voted for Johnson again. That's what kills me. Mm-hmm. That does. Wow. How did that man get really? He barely won by the by the skin of his teeth. But uh, but yeah, and then uh, and then they, the, it went on. I'm curious when it comes to that brief moment where you were handed uh, the potential of alternative mm. electors, and you say it was a brief moment. I wasn't. Um, are huh? you being? I you, wasn't. I you, wasn't. Oh. I wasn't. That's that's well, false. I was. I was never handed. I, oh really? That's not. I know you weren't handed incorrect. it. Correct. They were asking to hand it, handed it, handed to you, and you were no, obviously so what, contemplating so, it. So Chuck, your staffer ex- was dealing with it. Uh huh. Okay. No, 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 Chuck. Chuck, I never was. I was contacted by the attorney of the president of the United States. He had something he wanted to deliver to the okay. vice president. Could I arrange it? So I contacted my chief of staff, who worked in the White House. See if he could do it. I had no idea what they wanted to contact, uh, what they oh, wanted really? to hand the president or the vice president. Uh, within an hour, we found out the president, vice president wasn't accepting anything. End of story. Nothing was delivered. I had no idea what I was being contacted to deliver, and we never delivered it. There never was a story there. And, every, and everything I've always said about that has yeah. proven to be true, even though the media lied about it. Oh. Have you been interviewed by the oh, yeah. You mean like when they were chasing you? <laughs> Oh. And you were on your phone? That's right. Right? Wow. <laughs> you know, my 18-month-old granddaughter, she talks on the phone all the time. And she speaks the same gibberish Ron Johnson does, except she does make a little more sense. And she's a right. hell of a lot cuter. Much cuter. Wow. Wow. That was <laughs> just... Oh, oh my God! And it's like you know. Oh well, none of this is true. None of the, you remember, Joe? You did the uh, the show art, the clown car for the iPhone Sedition Edition. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> when they were chasing him through the parking lot, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a big iPhone that he was hiding behind. <laughs> yes, right. So. Hmm. So, anyway, I accidentally stopped the clip. I can't uh, restart it. Because uh, I didn't set it on pause, but we'll go on. <laughs> yeah, we could go on anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll go on anyway. So then, um, Morning Joe had a little bit to say about this gas stove controversy. Earlier this week, the Biden administration announced plans to ban uh, gas stoves. I just want to, you know, make it clear to everybody. You know, when we say uh, "Don't tread on Florida" or "Let us alone," uh, we mean that, including on your gas stoves. You're not taking our gas stoves away from us. That is your choice. To try and ban natural gas and force 
homeowners to convert their home from gas to electric, the average homeowner will pay $35,000 to do Nobody's that. Doing that. This is going to be Nobody's important. For lower and middle class folks, there's like 187 million people in the country that have these gas stoves in their homes. It's 40% of the population. People can't afford to go in and just tear these stoves out, convert what they have, and put a new electric stove in. Nobody's it's, asking. It's insanely expensive. The president does not support uh, banning gas stoves and the Consumer Product Safety Commission, which is independent, uh, is not banning gas stoves. I just want to be very clear on that. On that. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! This is this is this is an issue that that you 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 look and you want to see how politics gets crazy. You get one side gets like a small kernel of something half a kernel and they put it in the ground and they like water it water it, try to get it to grow and and so this gas stove thing you get some bureaucrat saying something that has no power and then suddenly you have Ron DeSantis so I'm going to protect your gas everybody's going to be talking about gas stoves gas it's so stupid Jonathan <laughs> Lemire is with us Reverend Al Sharpton also with us let's bring in NBC News National Affairs Analyst Executive editor of the recount and a host of the Hell and High Water podcast, John Heilman. I, you know, John, people were tweeting at me this weekend that I don't understand the dangers of gas stoves and they're going to protect my gas stoves and Ron DeSantis is going to protect my gas stoves. So, but I don't seem to be, but what the heck? The sheer stupidity of it. And if it were just bloggers, that would be one thing. But when you have Kevin McCarthy going out and, and other people talking about gas stoves, I mean, I, 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 I just believe that whoever's pulling this issue and telling Republicans to obsess over it, Kevin they just <laughs> need to stop. Right. No as I, as I, I said, it makes Trump Republicans look even dumber. Oh, my God. And it, it really is. It's as if, and this has been my theory for a long time, I, I think Democratic operatives, spies, oh. have infiltrated the Republican Party, the <laughs> RNC, over the last six years. And they keep, they keep whispering in their ears, convincing them to drive over the cliff, Felma and Louise style, because they keep getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Politically, if you look at the things that they're holding press conferences about, mm -hmm. it's mind blowing. It's just mind blowing. It is all gesture, and and they have a chance to push issues and talk issues. They just don't want to. So now they're talking about gas stoves instead of Vladimir Putin threatening nuclear war right. instead of China right. threatening to go into Taiwan instead of North Korea focusing on building a nuclear program that can launch nuclear weapons that hit America's mainland they're worried about gas stoves there you have it amen amen there's the point right there you know i mean the stupidity about all this is that was that they were they were recommending that by 2031 all new construction be all electric, not put gas lines in. And all of a sudden right. it turned into, oh, my God, they're coming to take oh your God. gas stove. <laughs> the only thing about this that I will say, besides it's beyond stupid and ridiculous um, and it's just a distraction, it's another thing because they're literally morally bankrupt and they have no ideas and they know that young people are ignoring them and they, they are not voting for them ever, ever again. Um is that 
it isn't if I was a moronic Republican, which thankfully I will never be. But if I was someone who voted Republican in the last election, I would be so insulted by a party that treats me that I am this much a moron, that I'm right. this <laughs> fundamentally stupid, that I can't do a simple fact check or realize I'm being conned. Um, you know, I mean, that's what people always said about Trump. Trump will continue to get money as long as people are more st- are stupider than he is. He's a stupid, evil man. He's a malignant narcissist. He's a sociopath. And yet if you're going to give him money, that's on you. It's not on him. He's going to grift until the money stops or, or the DOJ stops him finally. Yep. Well, you um, know, I mean. I'm all up for the latter. You know, I, I mean, so, my condo in D.C., is in a house that was built in 1865. And it was a single-family row house, 5,000 square feet. And in 1980, it was gutted and turned into four four apartments, uh, condos. And when they gutted the building, they took the gas lines out. And yeah. it's all electric. And that's and so I've never had gas <laughs> in in that condo. And in, right. and I wouldn't want gas in a condo because you can't. I mean, other people living in the building, and you don't know how responsible they are. Right, <laughs> right. I don't want to get gas. I don't want I, gas. I, I want I, electric. I, the day I get I, pissed I, off enough to stick my head in that oven, I want fucking electric. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about this shit and say, "Damn, it's getting warm in here." There you go, John. So, oh my I think God. what they should do in Florida. Is have everybody turn on their gas. Oh, okay. Close all the doors and windows. <laughs> yeah. And light a match. There you go. Right. <laughs> and this way, there'll be no more Florida. Right. <laughs> oh, that Bugs Bunny. Or the fools. That Bugs Bunny cartoon of him saw in Florida, <laughs> the United States. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Oh my gosh. Oh, so oh, gas stoves. Oh, and then uh, and then the other thing that was aggravating this week was just the breathless coverage. Oh, oh my God, about these documents. Oh, they did it last night. Oh, the DOJ searched Biden's home in Delaware and found he six asked them more. to come in, right? And found six more documents. Six, 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 I say. six documents that were probably tra- oh. travel schedules from when he was vice president. They would have been yeah, classified at the and time in the Senate. There was stuff in there from him being a senator. Right. Well, hello. That was prior to him being vice president or president. Yes. Well, James Carville, uh, he, he he basically was on uh, Joy Reid and had a, 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 a few thoughts about it. The U.S. media may be unable to help themselves <laughs> for clamoring for a chance to both sides these presidents. But you really can't compare these two cases without considering the plot to overturn the election. And joining me now is Joyce Vance, former U.S. attorney and professor at the University of Alabama School of Law and Democratic strategist James Carville. And uh, James Carville, I do want to start with you because right now there are some stories talking about the, you know, the annoyance of the president at some sloppiness of aides that did this and some annoyance of Democrats at the White House because this is happening at all. Because, you know, there is the sense, and maybe it's a sense of, of people like myself, that blurring these two stories will blunt the Justice Department's will when it comes to acting, when it comes to Trump. What do you think? Well, first of all, I want to congratulate the point not that the national press can't help but make fools of themselves. Right. It happened in Whitewater. <laughs> it happened in the email scandal. And this happened now. I can't stop these people. It's not my, my anointed job in the world to stop the national press from making a fool of themselves. The White House response should be this and only this. 
The president is cooperating fully with the special counsel. He expects everyone in his administration to do the same. End of story. Right. No car bets. No, it was in this box or that box. He is, we're thoroughly doing this. Yeah. The special counsel has an investigation to run. President Biden has a country to run. Get on with it. You're not going to stop these people from making fools of themselves. I promise you, Joy. You can try. I congratulate you. But I, I got more experience <laughs> in this than most people. It's, it's not going to work. No, right. no, no. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That should not be- about news. It's about ratings, baby. Right. But yeah. that should be the response. That should be the response to every question. Yeah, instead of two weeks of this nonsense. And, oh, but they and, have questions. Oh, oh and then, that's the, they have questions. But at least and this know, just Joe. raises more questions. We but want Joe, to be fair and balanced. But, Joe, we found out we, that... That's CNN, by the way. Well, we did find out is Joe Biden has a Corvette. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew but we that want, already. But we, we have now more questions. This just adds to the question. Yeah, where were the documents hidden in the Corvette? Right. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, God. I heard they were next to the leaf blower. Oh, I this heard they were. Oh, the oh, my God. I heard they were in George Santos's pocket. <laughs> That's yeah. probably where they were. George right. Santos. Right. Oh, in the run-up to the 2022 contest, uh, Dan Constant, a close ally of Kevin McCarthy, who leads the Congressional Leadership Fund, the main House Republican Super PAC, also confided, confided in lawmakers, donors, and other associates that he was worried information would come out exposing Santos as a fraud. Despite the financial resources he helped marshal to the race, McCarthy had good reason, good personal reason to be wary of Mr. Santos. Earlier in 2021, an aide to the candidate was caught impersonating McCarthy's chief of staff while soliciting campaign contributions. You would think that would be enough for McCarthy to say, don't pretend to be my campaign advisor. Um, but no. And think- then also, um, I think this is also Nick Fandos's great reporting, Luke, about Stefanik knowing. Let me read that as well. Around that time, Santos began attracting the suspicion of a pair of friends and potential donors active in New York Republican circles. Mr. Santos claimed to be one of them or claimed to one of them, Kristen Bianco, to have secured the endorsement of Trump when he had not. That prompted her to express concerns about Santos to plugged in Republicans, including associates of Elise Stefanik, one of Santos's biggest early backers whose top political aide was assisting his campaign. Later, Ms. Bianco and her friend became suspicious that they could not verify his work history. Quote, we're just so tired of being duped. Ms. Bianco texted Santos in 2022 after he refused her request to produce his resume. Um, Luke, I know we just lost Luke's feed, but Charlie, this is, um, to Luke's point, moving from a, you know, what is inside the wiring of a brain like George Santos, if that even remains um, his name when we get to the bottom of the story, and it turns into the Republican complicity of perpetuating a fraud on New York voters. Yes, um, this is like peeling an onion of deception Charlie, and corruption. Right? And, We're, you're on and, mute. We're having a Monday around here. Charlie, you, you, is he? Okay. Yeah, so, sorry there about that. No, I mean, uh, you're, this is like peeling an onion of deceit and, and corruption, and it's testing the Republican Party's capacity for lies and for uh, and and for sleaze, which we know is 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 pretty considerable. Uh, but 
it's also going to test uh, their, their capacity for this ongoing embarrassment because this is just getting worse and worse and worse. I thought it was interesting that Kevin McCarthy was not was worried this would come out, but he wasn't worried that that he was a fraud. And, and I think this says something about sort of the, the state of of the of the the cynical state of uh, political morality these days. That people are more concerned about the publicity and the political fallout than they are about the underlying morality. And you know, I mean, the bottom line here, and this is you know not terribly complex. Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans need his vote, and they're trying to run out the clock. But what an extraordinary story! I have to say, Nicole, you know what I found most interesting um, about that soundbite you played of uh, of George Santos, if that is his name, uh, going on that radio show bragging about his volleyball. Uh, feats, which were completely fictitious, was his enthusiasm, the enthusiasm of a complete sociopath who was lying and embellishing. But we've gone way beyond simple embellishing here. And this story is going to get worse and worse and worse. So it's going to test Kevin McCarthy's uh, capacity for uh, going along with the embarrassment. We already know what his capacity for tolerating lies and sleaze is. Well, and this was before we found out he was a drag queen in Brazil. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Katara. And killed a dog. dog. Right. And uh, stole his roommate's scarf to go to the Stop the Steal. (laughs) <laughs> By the way, that looked like a Burberry scarf. <laughs> Not cheap. Oh, oh wow. Man. So, oh my God. But it does. It demonstrates Kevin McCarthy's ability to just show everybody the sleaze he is. Uh, but he's going to keep doing it. But my main, he's got George Santos under his thumb. He's got any vote he wants from George Santos. George Santos can't do a damn thing but kiss Kevin McCarthy's ass. That's right. So Kevin's not about to get rid of that vote. And, you know, well, just, like just, I said, the only way we're going to see him out of that seat is is if he's arrested and indicted and convicted. So let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get after it. But, you know, Joe, you know, you're a, a fan of late night comedy. Right? I am. You know, so. Uh, but did you know that um, Fox News now apparently has a comedy show? Of no, some they kind? don't. Some kind. And, well, at least they call <laughs> no, it. They I thought the whole thing was a comedy. Yes. Well, they're a joke. They're a joke. Oh, yeah, they are whole, a joke. Yeah, the whole network's sure. a joke. Right. Well, they, 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 I guess they think Greg Gutfeld is like the uh, the, the oh. best right-wing comedian. <laughs> Seriously? Right. Really? So uh, this was from whatever show this is. New York's favorite scallywag used to perform in drag. New York GOP Congressman George Santos is accused of lying about almost everything ever. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> to me, it's impressive. <laughs> Including his mom being at the World Trade Center on 9-11. Turns out she was at 7-11 on Earth Day. <laughs> <laughs> Next, he'll say he lowered gas prices and beat up corn pop. He's also denying he stole money from a disabled veteran trying to care for a sick dog. And on top of all that, he reportedly committed the most evil of evils, dressing in drag. A drag queen and former friend of Santos says they met more than 15 years ago in Brazil. Santos reportedly went by Katara Ravachi. (gasps) Him too? I knew we had something in common. But much like me, George couldn't handle the drag queen lifestyle. (laughs) Quote, he did not have what it takes to be a professional. George did not have the glamour for that. That's a friend. What a catty bitch. I will say that's Santos denied he ever performed as a drag queen, calling it the most recent obsession from the media and categorically false. 
But I get his anger. I myself have been accused of making some embarrassing appearances in very seedy circumstances very early in my career. But enough about Fox and Friends. <laughs> Speaking of that. <laughs> they were so nice to me. Your new best friends, they Fox and Friends. This guy, so I, uh, I have to do a little caveat. I ha- we have reached out to have him on the show. He doesn't understand that we would treat him with such l- l- admiration for being so wacky, <laughs> so crazy. I just want to get inside his head. Yeah. What do you think? No, that would certainly be interesting. It would. Yeah, like I- I've had people in my life who are pathical, pathological liars, mm-hmm. and even they like stay away from 9-11 and the Holocaust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not this guy. But then he's like, drag, I would never. Like, you wouldn't want you know me thinking that you're not a godly man of God. Like, you are a liar. But I don't think he would, he was obviously not because his friend was like, he didn't have the glamor. Mm. So although he did drag, he was in fact not a queen. Oh. <laughs> Paul, uh, you must be, you're, you're an author as well. You've written a number of uh, books. You Allegedly. must be fascinated by this pr- character. He is fascinating. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's the most interesting thing in Congress, certainly, yeah. right? I actually hope he hangs around just so we can watch what he's going to come up with next. Exactly. I mean, he really he does burn feel it like down? a simulation. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can think of is that he leaked this. So that when it time, I think he's going to get arrested at some point, right? Because he's got some real financial skullduggery. And yeah. That's when he comes out with the transphobia defense. Ah. Because uh, he's checked every other box. He's done just about everything wrong you could possibly do. And I think that ultimately he's going to find himself looking at an arrest. Mm. Ooh, actually, you better bring it up. Got to get him on the show first. Yeah. I want him to be my best friend because yeah. I can tell him all my secrets. Yes. Because if he tells other people, they won't believe him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a terrible best friend because he'd always be asking for money and then you'd never see it again. <laughs> this guy has really painted a nice picture of himself, I'm telling you. Ooh, well, if that's what they call a comedy show. <laughs> but, yeah, right. But Is even, that supposed to be comedy? It was supposed to be comedy, I guess. You heard people laughing in the background, but... <laughs> But wow, anybody's going to be laughing. But when you've lost Fox News, (laughs) wow, wow, Wow. there was not one funny thing. Well, the one thing about the caddy bitch was kind of funny, but (laughs) but, you're you're uh, being kind, you're reaching there, buddy. (laughs) But Joe, are we ready to go see what's happening down in the clown car garage? Sure can, sure can. Well, we're going to church, everybody. Amen. I know you will, Esther. I know you will. But Esther, I got to tell you something else now. Mm, Let it out. You know, Esther, that I have found serenity in the glory of heaven. Yes. But my daughter's husband, Bernard, has got himself wedged between the cleft hooves of Lucifer himself. Mm. She opened up his laptop computer Mm. and found the pornography of women. Not the pornography of women. Absolutely, the pornography of women. Not on the laptop computer. The laptop computer and the pornography of women. I am a pacifist under God's request. But if he don't let go of Bernard, I'm going to sneak up on that bitch-ass Lucifer right in the midst of his sleep time. Oh. And then I'm gonna sit on that mother and I'm gonna spread my booty cheeks on that pig's face. And I'm gonna just pucker up my stank hole and just toots, 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 
Georgina, Georgina. Oh, I got nothing but faith in God and heaven above, but I tell you, my son's wife, Crystal, she got herself wrapped up in the fiery wings of Mephistopheles herself. Here we go. You know, she got caught using profanity with her own children. What? At the dinner table. Oh, Lord, child. Georgina, Nothing but love for every creature on this planet. Mm-hmm. But if he don't let my darling crystal go, I'm gonna flirt with the devil. Oh, oh. Show him a little bit of shoulder. Oh. How you doing? He gonna start looking away. I'm gonna start twerking. Start twerking. He's gonna be like, ooh, and he's gonna be, he gonna be drawn in. Mm-hmm. Seduce that little motherfucker. Okay. He wanna leave. Mm-hmm. Batting my eyelashes at him. Then when he least expects it, and I got his trust, that's when I'm gonna ride. Uh-oh. I'm gonna give him the night of his life. A night you ain't never gonna forget. I'm gonna give him this way. I'm gonna give him that way. And then, right when he about to climax, that's when I'm gonna clench up my on that mother red and I'm gonna snap that off with a divine kegel. Well, you gotta snap that off. With your prayers, with your with prayers. prayers, of course, with the prayers, yeah. But that's right, girl. Yeah. You go get him, yeah. yes. Satan. Woo, with your prayers, Joe. With your prayers. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Well, yeah. I don't have anything to say. That's it. <laughs> that's it. With your prayers. You heard it. Um, well, a little bit of drama here today. You know, this week, uh, the inmates. Took full control over the asylum. Right. Oh, right? God. Marjorie Taylor Greene oh, was appointed day. to the Homeland Security Committee, ensuring oh, that no one in our homeland can Ever. feel secure for yeah. the next two years. Right. right. Paul Gosar <coughs> is a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs dentist. That's the guy. Who should never be trusted never. with an instrument near your mouth. Right. Yeah. And he was appointed to the House Committee on Natural Resources. <laughs> resources. Finally. Resources, yeah. Like your teeth fillings. Uh, finally, uh, he finally has at least has a place to sit since his family burned his placemat at the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Oldbird of Colorado and Scott Perry of Pennsylvania were added to the House Oversight Committee. Oh. By the Republican and, and I quote unquote steering committee, oh, are you steering? who were obviously in a self-driving Tesla. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, but the weirdest of all was putting the chameleon of the house, George Santos, George Santos. who also goes by the names Anthony Devolder, huh? George Zabrowski, huh? and greatest of all. Katara Revage. <laughs> Katara Revage. Right? All wrapped up. The small bit, he's on the small business committee, presumably, so he can continue to pretend to run a, a big business. business. A big business, right, yeah. But that begs the question, just who is George Santos? Uh, that's a very good question, Joe. Revage. 
getting confusing right now. I don't really know who he is. Wait, what? You know what, John Chad? <laughs> Guess what? The, the investigative journalist at the Clown Car Update? Yeah, I knew them guys was good. Yes, we have some interesting theories. Oh, yeah? Could he be the answer to some of history's most mysterious missing person cases? Oh, it really? Could be. It could be. Look at me. People well, he is. Let's look at a few that might fit. That's it. August 27th, 1587, John White, the governor of Roanoke Island Colony, an English settlement which is now North Carolina, sailed to England in hopes of gathering badly needed supplies and reinforcements to bring back to the struggling colony. White got back to Roanoke three years later. He found the colony abandoned. Gone? Yes. The only clues to the colonists' fate yeah. being the word Croatoan carved on the palisade post Croatoan. and CRO carved in a tree. CRO. Oh. 400 years later, historians yes. still do not know. Still do not know what yeah. happened to the 150 or Or are they now George Santos, Anthony oh. DeVolder? Anthony Zabrowski and Katara Ravage. Right. <laughs> Think of it. Yeah. Never see them together. Never see okay. them together. Right. Yeah. November 7th, 1872. Oh, Mary geez. Celeste yeah. set sail from New York City with more than 1,700 barrels of alcohol yeah, destined for Genoa, Italy. Oh, okay. Yeah. On board were 10 people, including Captain Briggs, his wife, and their two-year-old daughter. Okay. Ten days later, the vessel was spotted by a British ship who boarded the Mary Celeste and discovered it deserted. Oh. <laughs> Nobody there. The cargo huh? and personal belongings were largely yeah. undisturbed, although a longboat was missing. One longboat. Ten people aboard were never found. Never found. Or were they? Well, Maybe. Are they now George Santos? Are they Anthony now George Boulder, Santos? Anthony Zabrowski and Katara Revive? Right. Yeah, right. It could be. Uh, hmm. yeah, you know, Paul, we need oh. to investigate this shit, Joe. Yeah. Yes. I, I, think right. you're, I, I think you're on a roll here, Joe. I, I am. Oh. How about this one? May 10th, 1967. Oh, okay. I remember that. That was the last time anybody saw 14-year-old Joey Hogg and his 11-year-old brother, Billy. Yeah. Together with their best friend, Craig Dowell. Yeah. who was 14 at the time, they disappeared after heading to explore a small nearby cave in Missouri. Oh, okay. 48 years later. Who comes out of the cave? The mystery is still unsolved. Oh. Unsolved. Or is it? Or is it? Are they now George Santos, Anthony Hunter, Anthony Zabrowski, and Katara Rabai? Right. Yeah. Out of the cave. Uh, That's probably them. Hmm. Ch- change their names. That's all they did. They say he crawled under a rack, but maybe he crawled out of a cave. There you go, right? <laughs> November 24th, 1971. During a flight from Portland, Oregon to Seattle, Washington. You might have heard of this one. Okay. A hijacker took a yeah. flight attendant, told a f- flight attendant that he was armed with a bomb. 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 Demanded $200,000 in ransom and requested four parachutes upon landing in Seattle. Oh, okay. After releasing the passengers in Seattle, the hijacker instructed the flight crew to refuel the aircraft and begin a second flight to Mexico City. Mm, okay. yeah, That's down in your area, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. About <laughs> 30 minutes after taking off from Seattle, the hijacker opened the aircraft's door, uh-huh. deployed the staircase, yeah. and parachuted into the night over the southwestern Washington. Never to be seen again. Ah, uh, but was he? Was he? The hijacker was never identified, apprehended, never identified. or found, but... Yeah. Yeah. Is he now serving in Congress as George Santos? It could be. Older, Anthony Zabraski or Katara Ravai? You don't know. You have all that money. You could have done Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> These are the many mysteries that may have found an answer in the still unfolding story of George Santos, Anthony DeVolder, Anthony Zabraski, and Katarik. Revive. Mm. Maybe and possibly others. Maybe he's the solution to one of these old mysteries. Maybe if he's he is who he says he is. Or yeah. maybe just maybe. Just maybe. The answer to the mystery of George Santos is Could it be Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Could it be it all fits. It all fits. I knew I could count on the con carpet. Yes, there you investigative go. reporting. Available story breaks. Yes. Tomorrow. Well, <laughs> yes. The media could certainly learn something from you, Joe. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all these unsolved mysteries solved. Solved. There solved. You go. Solved, I say. All in one guy. Yes, well, you know, and that I mean, guy's her, name is Revage. And you've always wondered who the man in the moon was. Oh, well, did you notice? Get an idea. Did you notice that the Democrats are just sitting back and watching this thing unravel? <laughs> yeah. Pure entertainment. Did you hear the Democrats ordered 17 tons of popcorn delivered <laughs> to the, this is to the, be to a the hell Capitol of a show. building? Yes, yes. And they, they wanted four tons of butter. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, exactly. You know, and uh, some of them want no salt because they have high blood pressure. Yeah, yeah but you got to grease it up good. <laughs> but, yes. Oh, yes. my God. Well, that's why it took us to church for the clown car opening because, I mean, is it going to be Satan? <laughs> Satan? Oh, wow. Oh. That's his resume. I'm just saying. Yes, well, change anything, and George Santos evidently can too. Uh, so, apparently yeah. so. Well, you know, Anderson Cooper had on uh, <laughs> uh, Gregory Maury Parker, who is uh, who was uh, George Santos's roommate. The question is, who is this guy, and how long has he been this way? Joining us now, a one-time friend and roommate of his, of his, uh, Gregory Maury Park. Gregory, I really appreciate you being with us. So you knew him as Anthony Devolder from 2013 to 2018. How long did you actually live together? We were only uh, roommates for a few months. And I also knew him as uh, Anthony Zabrowski. So you knew him. He, was he, why did he say he had two names then? Well, he, he used Zabrowski for his uh, Friends of Pets United, his, um, uh, his GoFundMe. And he would say, oh, well, you know, the, the Jews will give more if you're a Jew. And oh. so that's the name he used for his GoFundMes. And what was he having GoFundMes for back then? Uh, his, he had a uh, pet charity, Friends of Pets United. Uh, it was supposedly to um, help out with, you know, sick animals and things like that. There's actually um, just an article released from um, uh, one of my reporters 
uh, who's been interviewing me a lot, uh, Jacqueline Sweet, about how he conned a, a homeless military vet out of $3,000 for his uh, service dog. Did, and yeah, he was. Did you, was did he actually out. have a pet charity? Did, I mean, did he like, did it, he have a pet? Not, he, he did like dogs, yes, um, but he never had any, um, any activity as far as taking animals to the vet or um, buying food or anything when I went to visit him when this so called charity was active. When and they were getting donations. Spanish word of the day. Pendejo. 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 Usually translated asshole. Pendejo. Right? <laughs> wow. Jeez. What a horrible, horrible excuse for a human being. Yep. He's stacking it on there. God. I can't, the entertainment value is just priceless right now. Because it, it, to me, it just demonstrates who the Republican Party has and always has been. Exactly. They're liar, right. cheat, thieves. They don't really give a shit about their moral majority, their fiscal responsibility. It's all bullshit. It's yeah, what as they time sell. passes, it just gets worse, too. Sure. Yep. Sure. And you know what? If I get one more news alert on my phone about the who the top 10 Republicans are for the 2024 race. <laughs> oh, God, you poor thing. Oh, I'm so oh, sick of it. Oh, God, the list. Oh, so... <laughs> They're juicy. Yeah, so Larry Hogan was on with Jape Tapper talking about Ron DeSantis. Talk about another pendejo. <laughs> oh. Governor Ron DeSantis is often cited by conservative Republicans as somebody they might want to see run for president. You've called him an important voice, one of the important voices for the party. Uh, do you think he would be good at what you're talking about in terms of reaching out to people in the middle? Well, he hasn't done it so far. I mean, he's done a really good job of uh, getting on Fox News, and he's capturing a lot of attention. But he certainly hasn't done it the way Charlie mm -hmm. Baker and Phil Scott and I have. I, I mean, I, I, you know, we, we're a, consistently the most uh, highest job approval in the country, and I think DeSantis is down around 30th place among governors. Is that because he's too focused on the base, too focused on red meat issues? Well, I just I, think that he, he is focused on the base, and he's, he's doing pretty well with the base. But uh, he's going to have to figure out a way, if he, if he wants to have a, a political future beyond Florida, to appeal to a broader audience. Well, he's not appealing to a broader audience. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw, I saw a, a, a poll yesterday that said that if, if, Trump ran, if Trump won the nomination and it was against Biden, Biden would beat him. But if DeSantis won the nomination, DeSantis would beat Biden. And I'm not sure I believe that. I don't, no, that. I don't think I, I don't believe, believe it either. that either. Because Ron DeSantis is popular in Florida. He, exactly. That's about it. What That's is exactly. Sue's rule about polls? Come on, say it with me. Bullshit. All polls are bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, they are bullshit. Every single one of them. There's They're none of them. To give you the answer the only... they want to give you. Yeah, exactly. And they only so a the questions are slanted. The people are slanted. The people who they really need to reach don't answer. And young people have no interest. And yet, amazingly, young people won every district. Uh, where they were voting this in November. And they don't watch these Sunday shows. They don't listen to the bullshit. They know what they know. They know where their future lies. And it doesn't lie with a party that's focused on gas stoves and not the environment. Right, right. Exactly. Right? exactly. That's all there is to it. Um, before we get out of time, because we're always running late, uh, let can we talk just a little bit about um, our good friend Brett Kavanaugh and this movie? Oh, I heard about oh, this. Oh, I yes. read about it this morning. Seems to be a special yeah, documentary. So, 
Doug Lyman, uh, who's a filmmaker, financed it himself because it it's called Justice, and it is a thorough look at everything the FBI failed to do in terms of interviewing and investigating all of the sexual abuse and sexual assault cases. And he said that since, and so they previewed it at Sundance, because the Sundance Film Festival is back, and it's getting incredible attention. But he said he thought his film was done, and since the film's information came out, he's getting tons more. And so we have got to demand a reinvestigation. We have to hold the FBI's feet to the fire. That Chris Ray is a sack of shit. He should have been gone. Trump should, uh, Trump, Biden should have fired him in his first month because he's a member of the Federalist Society and he is in the pocket of the Republicans. And don't tell me he's not. Um, what the FBI failed when they do something good, but what they failed to do, and especially in the case of Kavanaugh, should have caused a complete restructuring of the program. And God help me, I don't want to ever sound like a Republican, but the FBI has truly failed us when it it comes to someone like Kavanaugh, who has a lifetime appointment. And the only way we get him out is we either impeach him or force him out. And that's going to require a completely new investigation. Hmm. Wait, this is on Kavanaugh? Yeah. yeah. Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I haven't, yeah. I haven't uh, read too much about it, but uh, I knew that it was going to come down to this because that that investigation with him during his um, uh, preliminary stuff was bullshit. Yes. Well, th- this includes interviews with people that uh, were witness to what he did, whipping out yeah. his Yeah, oh, yeah. And stuff. Uh, yeah, we had are- those witnesses, and they didn't listen to them. Yeah, they didn't even interview. You know how many they didn't interview? My goodness, the numbers they didn't interview are staggering. I mean, literally hundreds of tons of them were ignored. And he's gone back and interviewed many of the major people. Um, And and so this story, you know, Tim, you're you're always so right. I mean, the the riots in France, the the protests in Israel, the stuff that doesn't get covered by this disgusting. Uh, pre- thing they, they we still call the press and uh, is just really um, s- shameful. But we have got to, that is the one good thing about being on uh, social media is that we start to say, uh, you know, if we kick up enough of a fuss, it, it will snowball. It will get more legs and stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the bottom line, you got this other one that um... – that's coming out about Jim Jordan too, right? That's still far off. That's my problem. But uh, Rolling Stone has just done a big article. Uh, it came out yesterday about this movie, and um, you know the people who weren't. Uh, let's see. It just. I'm just going to read this very quickly. Justice debuted on the 20th. Capacity crowded Sundance's Park Avenue Theater. The film raises more questions than it answers. He's uh, first interviewing Christine Blasey Ford. And um, he he didn't he wanted to spare her. Uh, Swetnick, uh, other people, Deborah Ramirez, um, that all these things had been done and it needs to be. And the FBI spoke and blah, blah, blah. their one week limited scope investigation. That's the way you do it. Right. You do right. a limit. It's sort of like the, the their own investigation into who leaked um, the Dobbs, the Dobbs report. Oh, mm. that was such a and joke. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bunch of bullshit you know who leaked it thank you i'm waffling i'm waffling between between um 
um, uh, what's his name? Alito, Alito and, and Thomas. No, I'm waffling yeah. between Alito and Jenny Thomas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jenny Thomas. I wouldn't be surprised if she was the leaker. We have a problem on the court, people. No. And how do we, we solve that? So. How do we solve Well, that? thank you to the Federalist Society. We've got a bunch of scalawags. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, I'm for expanding the court, baby. Let's go. Let's I go. am too. I am too. That's right. the only way to fix this. Yeah, because I mean, simple. The it, when the court expanded from seven to nine, which was in 1869. Okay, the population of this country was 33 million people. Ooh, I think and we now, that now Sue. yeah, and yeah, now more. all these years later. We still only have nine, uh, nine, nine justices, but we have 13 federal districts, and we have 331 million people. Mm-hmm. Right. So by We should have 13 measure, people on that court. There should be 13, 13, 13 districts, that's right. It should be per federal district one, and I mean, it always should be an odd number, but 13 is the right number for it. Um, and we just have to get people the will to pay attention to it, because that's, while Biden is in office, and you know, whether he takes a second term or another Democrat comes in, this is our chance to to balance, rebalance this because you've got Christo fascists. And yep. we all know that we have traitors and fascists on the court. And, you know, what's his face? Um, John Roberts, who I do believe is secretly gay. Um, I'm I'm literally 80 percent sure of that based on some research I do, I've done and the fact that he has two adopted kids and he he's just but he's the worst since Roger Taney, the absolute worst chief justice. He has no control, no input, and he is just absolutely weak. The conservatives well, on Sue, the court flipping their nose at him. Sue, I've heard, shit about I've heard those rumors as well for years, so who knows. But, yeah. uh, but you know, uh, we got to move along here because Charles Blow was on with Jory Reid talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene being on the oversight committee. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Harassing oh, Lord. Parkland school shooting survivor David Hogg was one of the many things that got her kicked off her committees in the last Congress. But that's water under the bridge now that she's one of Kevin McCarthy's biggest backers. And it's what she's done and said since being in Congress. That's what makes her appointment the most alarming. Cassidy Hutchinson told the January 6th committee that Green bragged about the number of her QAnon follower constituents who were in Washington on the 6th to back Trump's attempts to stay in office. And last month, Green spoke at the New York Young Republicans Conference, where the group's president declared total war on their perceived enemies while trotting out a who's who of white nationalists. January 6 happens, and next thing you know, I organized the whole thing along with Steve Bannon here. And I want to tell you something, if Steve Bannon and I had organized that, we would have won. That's Joining me now is Charles Blow, New York Times columnist and MSNBC political analyst and former Republican Congressman Francis Rooney of Florida. Charles Blow, this is the completion of the insurrection. This is as if Jefferson mm-hmm. Davis, you know, was made chairman of, uh, you know, of the Senate Oversight Committee or, or placed in, in charge of the United States Senate or the House. I mean, th- this is placing literally uh, the Confederates in charge of the Union. Your thoughts on these developments? You're, you're right, uh, and I am no 
uh, fan of Jefferson Davis, but Marjorie Taylor Greene is no Jefferson Davis. I mean, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene is just kind of a hollow shell of a person who believes and actually is correct in believing that theatrics get her attention and attention makes her money and money makes her powerful within her party. And so she's a stunt queen. And so that's what she does. There you go. That's what she does. You know, um, Sue, have you gotten your uh, subpoena yet to come and uh, testify to her committee about uh, the Jewish space lasers? (laughs) Um, I've been avoiding it. Uh, you know, I have several names just like George Santos. And so they put the wrong name on it. But I will tell you to pay attention to one thing. Notice how she modulates her voice now. She does that since McCarthy, she she aligned herself with McCarthy. And now she's got this plum assignments. Now listen to when she speaks. She has distanced herself from QAnon. She said, you know, I used to believe some things. I realized they're wrong. But she talks in a modulated voice. Even Screechy Jordan and Gates, they've toned down. The rhetoric is the same, but they're not saying it as loud. Bobert, on the other hand, is still a screech owl. She's because she's been kind of marginalized because she picked the wrong side. Right. But. Watch Green, because that kind of voice, that's a very purposeful shift to sound more credible, more professional. It ain't working. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, she's like, well, we already know who she so is. She revealed herself to us. That's right. You know, I'm a hungry I'm a congresswoman with deep thoughts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, deep yeah. thoughts in the gutter. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> uh-huh. And Michael Seal had a little bit to say about that, too. And I want to share what she had to say about the debt limit. The debt ceiling is going to be a point of contention in our conference, and it's but it's going to have to be one that we come together on. We are going to send something to the Senate um, to make it to Joe Biden's desk to be signed, and we want to make sure that we have things in there that we have to have. I, for right. one, will not sign a clean uh, bill raising the debt the debt limit. Well, she here's the problem, sign Michael. <laughs> Members of Congress don't <laughs> actually sign Christ. bills. Right. She doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. This woman has no clue. Can we just can we just for a moment stop taking this stuff seriously? Because <laughs> they don't. They put but her Michael, on television. She runs her mouth and everybody acts like, oh my God, what do we do now? But what Michael, do you think you're going to do? What she, this sorry. goes to Amy's point. We have to take it seriously. We didn't three weeks ago because she was just a conspiracy theorist who would say or do anything to, 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 to get attention. But now she actually is in a position of power. So we have to pay attention to the ludicrous things and the falsehoods that she says because she could impact things like our national security. We can't just laugh at her like a buffoon. Agreed. I totally agreed. But you know what? That's Kevin's problem. That's Kevin's problem. Mm-hmm. And so Kevin needs to work that out. We can't work that out. Mitch McConnell can't solve that. That's Kevin's problem. That's a problem he's created. So she's not going to sign off on a clean debt bill. Then what are you going to sign off of? Because if you understand how this works, Marjorie, <laughs> then you know that this is about bills that have already been created, not new spending. So this is not a spending question. This is just paying the damn credit card of the country for the $8 trillion your president ran up in twenty between 2016 and 2020. So stop with the stupid. This That's is right. Kevin's problem. He's got to figure it out. 
there you go. <laughs> well said. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, well you know, it's going to be a shit show for, for a while. Yeah, and and we heard about the cat fight, right? <laughs> oh, loved it. Wouldn't have you liked to have been a fly on the wall? Well, here oh. you go. Yeah. Wow. I'm just gonna ask you right out of the gate. What the hell goes on in the ladies' bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I I actually kind of um, love that that story came out because of how I was quoted. so yeah, I mean, we're talking in the congressional ladies' bathroom. Um, I'm there with Anna Paulina Luna, and you know, people are upset about what's going on in the speaker's race. Um, it had been a couple of days. We were not electing Kevin McCarthy. We hadn't received the concessions that we wanted, and um, my my colleague um, from Georgia, the gentlewoman from Georgia, um, came up and started, um, you know, being being kind of nasty about it. Oh. And no one else had been nasty about it. Everyone had been very professional. Um, I have seen it, it was the most organized I have seen Congress since I've been there in two years. Oh, we had <laughs> on the House floor, more than 34 members of Congress present. We were engaging in conversations. Relationships were being built and strengthened on both sides of the aisle. It was incredible. Um, and so when she started going after me, uh, I looked at her and said, don't be ugly. Because you guys were kind of oh. like BFFs there for a while, weren't you? Or no? But, Am I just, is that just because, you know, the media I was d- like, look, two women in Congress I, at I the think, same time. I think the media saw two women in Congress. You know, there was, there was nothing against her. Um, we, we travel in the same circles, right. um, have the same policy yeah. views on, on a lot of things. Not everything, but um, on, on many things. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I... I looked at her, said, I don't have time for this. I said, don't be ugly. And that's something that my granny used to say to me when I was being a brat. Uh, it's like the she, most inoffensive thing you could yeah, say, I she's, think, she'd say, way. don't be ugly. And, uh, yeah, probably so, how uh, I would have responded. Yeah, granny, granny mm-hmm. told me that a lot, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sounds like a, ver- a Colorado version of bless your heart. <laughs> right, yes. Right? That's yeah, what it sounds La- like. Lauren, you're being ugly. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I left and went, went back to work. But, gosh, what an amazing first week. What an amazing first week. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I think it went more like this. woman is an idiot (laughs) wow don't believe it for a moment oh it was so oh lauren you're being all right no marjorie you're being ugly ugly yeah you're being (laughs) you know they used they used to share herpes medicine and now they they have to buy their own oh okay (laughs) oh Oh, my god oh my god (laughs) but true true prove me wrong yes well (laughs) you know joe we always say we like the uh, the, the late night shows, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get our news. Well, uh, did you guys catch Leslie Jones this week on the Daily Show? No, I haven't yeah. watched that. No. Oh, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. She did a great job. So they're gonna, what they're gonna do is they're gonna cycle guest hosts for a number of weeks. I believe next week is Wanda Sykes. 
Mm. Ooh, that ought to be Uh-oh. interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, and I guess eventually they'll decide who it's going to be, but they got a whole line of people. That's about 10 people, 10 or 12 people, I think, that are going to be guest hosting. So, but uh, Leslie Jones, she was talking about that new statue in Boston <laughs> that they unveiled of Dr. Martin Luther King. Oh, God. Oh, my God. She had a little bit to say about it. Has anyone in here ever been <laughs> out? in the munch and munch, munch, munch. Because they celebrating you right now. They are celebrating you in Boston right now. Lord. <laughs> listen, listen, I know Dr. King went down in history, but this is not how you show it. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Even though I'm about to go straight hard on this statue, I gotta talk to the white people for a second. <laughs> white people, you don't need to be saying shit about this statue. <laughs> you understand? Black hands only. You need to sit your ass in the back of the bus for this one, okay? <laughs> you need to honor this statue. This is our civil rights icon. Going down on his wife. <laughs> you show some damn respect. <laughs> okay, black people, what the f we gonna do? <laughs> we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this. Cause you know it's messed up when black people and the Proud Boys hate the same statue. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, we, I guess, you know, maybe we'll end up liking it. You know what I'm saying? We might end up liking it. Did, did you know that people hated the Eiffel Tower when it first went up? You know, the French people was like, it ruins the sailing. Ooh, me, I'm the moo, moo, moo. That is the worst impression of a French person. Ever done in the history. <laughs> what about Christ the Redeemer? I bet you when they first put it up, everybody was like, Jesus is going, what's up? Why y'all kill me? <laughs> but now everybody love it. So maybe it's just a matter of time. Maybe it's just a matter of time. In time, we will see this statue for what it truly is. <laughs> Martin Luther King going down on his wife. I can't unsee it! I can't unsee it! It is what it is! Oh my God, she had me in tears. She had me in tears, because when you look at that statue, it's supposed to be Dr. King's arms around his wife, where she had her arms around him, and but it didn't look like that. <laughs> oh yeah, it depends God. on your ankle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You can't unsee Art. that. <laughs> oh, my God. All in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, what a week. Right. Well, I guess we're going to see what this week's uh, Get your mind out of the gutter. 
Uh, I'm looking at it. For the We've been time. in the gutter for so uh, long we can't get out. <laughs> Sue, you see it? Um, oi! <laughs> My professional opinion. Oi! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Don't it, worry, you gotta right? go look at that statue. <laughs> oh, I see, the, I see what they were trying to do. I see the image. He was, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's a hit and a miss, people. That's a hit and a miss. All right, yeah. Sue, quit looking. <laughs> oh, Sue, with that, tell me where they can check you out. Sue, did we lose you there? Oh, then, oh. <laughs> I, I heard Tim. I heard you talk to yourself. That's my ears are fine. I said, Hi, thank you again for having me back. You can check me out at Twitter at 841920MEMA6. That's M-E-E-M-A-6. I'm not MEMA. I'm Mima. Mima. I, I live up north. And at Mastodon, post Instagram, at Sue in Rockville, and also on Instagram, come check out our books, Bren Books. All right. And thank thanks. you. Thank you, Sue. And John? Well, you can find me besides on the Tim Cormall Show. You can find me on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on TikTok. Uh, I'm on Mastodon. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I'm, 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 I'm gravitating towards there. And uh, anywhere else we can get our boys out. Tim, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, John, what's your Mastodon address? I have to follow you. Yeah. Uh, Jay Bridevo. Jay Bridevo. John Bridevo, I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's right here at my fingertips. All I have to do is go to it and find my name. My name is, come on, Bob, what is your name? Sorry, <laughs> hey, Bob. Uh, shit, it doesn't tell me. Ah, look for me, John Bridevo on Mastodon. All right, all we'll right, find I'll find you. it. I'll, we'll find you, John. Yeah, I'll get the clown car after it. That's right, that's it. right. Okay, and and uh, Kathy? Yeah, you can still check me out on the Twitter machine. Uh, it doesn't matter, I don't tweet, I just look. <laughs> uh, I'm on Facebook still at Let's Remember to Never Forget, and I'm also on Mastodon, and I've been looking, too. I haven't really tweeted that, or I haven't entered anything yet well i have a little bit but not much well the way you get on mastodon and you get followers is you start boosting people's content and they'll follow you so yeah i've been boosting content i have done that that's right it's so, just like it's like just in a blue dot in texas can be found on mastodon at jbritabo at mastodon.world all Again, right we interrupt this broadcast there you go all right so i will <laughs> give you a follow john and joe mm-hmm. You can find me on Mastodon at Marnas3 at mstdn.party and on Facebook and on WordPress, jsanterrasa.wordpress.com, where you find the clown car update every week. And Friday night, 7 to 10 Eastern, I'm on, it came from Cleveland, over on radioforhumans.com. All right. Thank you, Joe. And you can follow me, Tim Cormall, at mastodon.lol on the Mastodon, not on the Twitty. And uh, Tim Gorman on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, with that, we're going to close out the show this week with Lauren's latest song, Owning the Libs. <laughs> oh, take it away, Lauren. That's perfect. And we will see you all soon. People say the right has no real platform. Obstruction is their favorite game. But they're doing things recently that form a clear picture of their actual aim. Owning the libs. Owning the libs and hoping they can start us crying. If they can have dibs on owning the libs, that's the only actual policy they're trying. 
Red states won't regulate or tax folks, which is why they overwhelmingly owe us. Yes, the anti-mask and anti-vax folks are getting COVID, cause that'll show us. Owning the libs, owning the libs, like giving M&Ms all their money, then destroying the bag and posting with a hashtag. Nothing I can make up is this funny. And their latest stunt, no, I'm not joking. They want to start allowing smoking, cause real men aren't afraid of choking. And they'll stick it to the libs by croaking. From toilets to cheeseburgers to light bulbs, they fret about non-existent laws. And now these not so very bright bulbs have made gas stoves their latest cause. Owning the libs, owning the libs, if a Democrat they think they could tick off, these moronic squibs would pollute their own cribs or literally shoot their own mouth off. Owning the libs, owning the libs, and hoping they can start us crying. If they can have dibs on owning the libs and get their fans saluting, hollering, and hooting, they'll do anything, including dying. Hey, it's Lauren, and if you enjoyed this video or any of my weekly topical comedy songs, I hope you consider supporting them through my Patreon page, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help me continue to help you laugh at the news that would otherwise make you cry. And you can check out other ways to support my work by clicking more in the information section right below this video. Thanks!